The views and opinions expressed on Deeply Upsetting are those of the panelists and not those of the Geeks Under the Influence Network, associated brands, properties, or businesses. Listener discretion is advised. Please keep your hands inside the ride at all times. Fuck, Mary kill. Spider-Verse edition. Yes. Uh, we just recently have been digging through the old Spider-Man movies, so mm-hmm. I was inspired. Mm-hmm. So the choices will be of the three Spider-Babies. Mm-hmm. We've got, of course, uh, Tobey Maguire. Mm-hmm. We've got Andrew Garfield. Mm-hmm. And then Tom Holland. This is going to be so easy. It's almost going to be a bummer. Really? <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm just going to... Fl- like, I know exactly what I would you were, do right you off You have definitely head. thought about which spider babies you want to uh, bed or marry. Or, oh, yeah. I've got to think about the spider menses like that. <laughs> the menzies. <laughs> the menzies. Okay, so I know that Tom Holland is a full-grown adult, even though he is kind of like a baby in my head. Mm-hmm. But he was like a legal adult when he made the movies, right? Am I close lecherous? To, oh, I think, no. Yeah, I think he's close to. I, I'm th- he is now, I believe. Are we all lecherous? I feel like this was a common issue that <laughs> everyone had issue. about like, Tom mm, Holland. Tom Holland. You're like, uh, he is 16. And people right. Are like, Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, well, now, now I guess I feel safe, since you're putting me in this position, um, that I would absolutely marry him. Wait, is it the actors or is it the Spider-Men? Like, how they are? No, the, the actors. Spi- oh, okay. Yeah, we're fine. just going to stick with the actors. All right, fine. Honestly, my answer is the same. So okay. I would marry Tom Holland for sure. Okay. I would fuck Andrew Garfield, obviously, and kill Tobey Maguire. No questions asked. No remorse. No remorse? Is, None. is it the faces he makes? It's the faces. We, it's the fucking faces. Yeah, watching the Spider-Man movies, I know that I remember, and there's plenty of memes of the weird faces that Tobey Maguire mm-hmm. makes in these movies, but you don't really properly appreciate it unless you're going yep. through the old movies. And man... His crying face is the ugliest crying face I've ever seen. And I have an ugly crying face. <laughs> I don't have one of those like sexy, like, oh, it's a sensitive man kind of cry. No, I'm like, <laughs> I'm Matthew Lillard in SLC Punk when he's doing the sob scene, but like 10 times worse. It's so bad. Blubbering snot bubbles, the worst. I think everyone has instances of both. I think that everyone is an ugly crier and a hot crier at the same time, because when you're just like very casually, like silent tears streaming down your face, that's sexy. That's always sexy. You've got to know a person pretty well before you call them a sexy crier. True. Because there's so many red flags that are going to be popping up left and right. If it's somebody that you're on like a second date with and they're like, I really miss my dad. And you're like, wow, you're really sexy when you cry. No, no, that's not okay. Thank you for giving me dating advice because I definitely would do that. (laughs) That sounds like me for sure. I bet that somebody listening to this is like, "Mm, jot that one down, actually. It's like sobbing and talking about daddy. Yeah. Who is daddy? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, the face acting from... Toby Maguire, absolutely incredible. I mean, the stopping of the subway car scene, it's just face after face after face after face, just in a row. And they're all different from each other and equally horrifying and amazing. He's also making this crazy screaming noise when he's stopping the subway where it sounds like he was trying to light his own farts and he got yep. his butt hair on fire. Yeah. Just, ah! kind of noise. It's very specific, but yes, that is it. That is it. And I mean, God love it. Like, amazing work. Great. Spider-Manning, but just not a sexually viable candidate to me personally. There isn't acting isn't happening in any of those movies. Period. <laughs> uh, let's be fair here. I love them to death. Acting is happening. Good acting. Good acting is not, not happening. I love in the third movie, which we haven't gotten to yet. Well, we've seen both yeah, seen before, yeah. but we're just rewatching that. 
Mary Jane in the movie is just, they're just like, no, you really suck at acting. Like, even you as a character, your character can't act. Exactly. That's how bad you as an actress are. I mean, Kirsten Dunst is not really giving it her all in these either. Like, I want to see the script where she was a successful actress, and then they just saw one and two and went, we can't, nobody's going to, they're going to believe a spider kid, like, swinging between buildings, and there's, like, a guy made of sand, cool, whatever, that's fine. Her being a successful actress, we cannot pull off. That's... Well, no, especially because the two times that we see her acting on Broadway in the second movie, the first time she's looking for Peter and it's an empty chair and that catches her off guard so she doesn't say her line. The second time it is Peter and she doesn't say her line. She just simply would be replaced by the understudy. Let's be fair. Mary Jane in those movies just straight up sucks. Yeah, she's kind of whatever. She sucks. She's the worst. At first... She doesn't give a shit about Peter. Mm-hmm. And then she starts dating his best friend. And only then, only then, does she show any possible romantic interest with Peter. Yeah, very strange. And then, so, then he's like, oh, I'm not really, I don't know, can't. So she s- sticks with her, w- with his best friend. And then, then she. Who talk about some great acting. James oh, Franco hadn't, hadn't figured it out yet. <laughs> then they break up. And she's all like, yep, get inside my body, Peter yep. Parker. And he's like, <laughs> That was a deleted can't. scene. A lot of people haven't scene. seen that yeah. one. And he's like, nah, yeah. I'm good. So she starts dating his boss's son, Yep, which is a weird turn. Very weird turn. And still trying to get all up on the Peter Parker. Yep. Still casually just like trying to make out with Spider-Man all the time. <laughs> trying to track down Spider-Man so she can <laughs> shove her tongue down his throat. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what we should have included in this fuck Mary Kill, but there's too many, are some of the Spider-Men from the Spider-Verse. We've got Chris Pine. Yes. Yeah, okay. We've got uh Jake is his name Jake Johnson? Jack Jake, Jack, Johnson. Jack Johnson. It's, you didn't know that, that it's would the be same wild. exact person that wrote the title song for the Curious George animated movie. You didn't know that? He's like, "You know what? I'm sick of music. I'm going to be a new girl." Start over. I'm going to write a song about a guy in a yellow coat. (laughs) Make it for Curious George movie. He will simply never be Phil Collins writing the Tarzan soundtrack. What if Jake Johnson is Jack Johnson's brother? Ooh. Then their parents really did not even try. Incredibly unimaginative or very Irish Catholic. (laughs) It's one or both. Or both. Yeah, you can have both. So, okay. So you're, you're murdering. I was going to say Jerry Maguire, Toby Maguire. <laughs> I would also murder Jerry Maguire. You would also murder Jerry Maguire. <laughs> While we're at it. That's fine. While you're at it. While you're on a spree. We'll just keep going. I would murder them. I would fuck both of the Spider-Men from the Spider-Verse. Um, and I'd fuck Jack Johnson while I'm at it. Fuck it. Why not? You can sing that banana pancake song afterwards, but then like actually go make the pancakes. Yep. I don't just want the song about it. But the thing is, he's good friends with G-Love and Special Sauce. I don't know, oh, if, yeah. I don't know if he's friends with Special Sauce as well or just G-Love. Mm, but I don't know. G-Love probably G-Love lives likes in... them okay. The Special Sauce hate him. <laughs> hate him so hate much. Him. Special Sauce... Probably lives in Jack Johnson's garage or carriage house. All of them? Aren't All there multiple them. sauces? There's several sauces. So- there are five different flavored sauces <laughs> to the special sauce. Um, the, yeah, they probably live in Jack Johnson's garage. And he's just like, guys, like, I said you could stay for a while when your careers fell out from the bottom of the industry. but like, That was in 2008. Yeah, it's been a while. You need to Please. get some jobs. <laughs> 
Like, yeah, but we can guest on another song. Nobody cares about you now. Like that was <laughs> Or Jack Johnson that, for that yeah, matter. Right? Like, he's like, I'm barely skating by on my Curious George soundtrack <laughs> money. So Oh, we should watch the Curious George movie just to kick him some kick him some money. Some some coin. We'll watch it legally so we get some <laughs> money for it. We go and spend three ninety nine on Amazon to watch the Curious George animated movie just so Jack Johnson knows somebody still cares. Just to support him in the special sauce. <laughs> oh, no. In their future endeavors. Speaking of special sauce, so you are fucking the shit out of Andrew Garfield. I would. Mm-hmm. Not my usual type, but there's something about him. I think it was from the Social Network movie. <laughs> Maybe he's got the like the a little bit of fuckboy energy going on with the Social Network. Yeah, character. and he has that great like lawyer up asshole. My fuck you flip flops or whatever. Oh that yeah, was right. That was good. That was I feel solid. like that changed a lot of minds <laughs> about him. I don't know. Like I get why people are attracted to Andrew Garfield. I do. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not detracting from his attractiveness or anything, but I personally don't get it at all. Yeah. There's no sexual energy that comes from him i don't think i can understand that i don't i can't explain where mine's coming from but i can't disregard it you know i have to acknowledge it his energy comes off as like he would be a great older brother for a much younger brother like if he was like Mm. 16 or 17 and he had like an eight or nine year old brother he'd be very cool he'd be the really cool one that is like patient when the kid's asking too many questions yeah. and like talks to him like an adult and nobody else talks to the kid like an adult so yeah they have like, like a shitty mom you have a shitty mom mm-hmm. and Andrew Garfield is really like pulling a lot of the weight he's working like at a grocery store as a Definitely. teenager and just to keep groceries in the house and and the, the kid comes on. and like hangs out with him at the store at work and yeah. they let him do it because their like dynamic is so sweet and tender and they end up you know making a lot of friends with the customers because there's this eight-year-old kid bagging groceries because he just wants to hang out with his older brother oh i need sweet. to see this movie now actually <laughs> i love it <laughs> yeah so that's the energy i get from andrew garfield so it's good energy but it's not like that's fuckable energy to me i mean that's like that's proto zaddy like be, that's before you get to zaddy but that's level. someone that you know is going to be like a good zaddy <laughs> <laughs> oh god it's going too far no <laughs> wait so what would you do if you disagree with my choices so mm, much would I, you kill andrew garfield because you have no sexual interest in him? i don't know i like i wouldn't choose for fucking whatsoever who would you choose for fucking I, these aren't good fuck choices no none of them are good fuck choices they're really not Tom Holland, i'd feel i would be crying because i would feel like i was about to be arrested at any <laughs> moment he still seems like he a still child seems like a fucking child i know and that's nothing against him, it's just like I, it's too far of an age. No, he's trying to, to do like adult roles. We watched that insanely depressing movie with him being like a drug dealer from the military. And oh, he Cherry. still looks like he's sixteen. Yeah, and the girl that's in it that plays his wife looks like she's thirteen and a half. Yeah, <laughs> that was really that was one of those things where it was like, how old are they? Am I just really old, or is this like weird casting? And the answer was both. Yes, I think it's both. I think they're both like 18. That means because of his age and me feeling uncomfortable, uh, like sexualizing him at being so much younger than me, I have to either marry him or murder him. Oh, yeah. That's why I married him. I feel like he's a great marriage choice. Uh, yeah, I guess I'm going to marry him. He's a sweet baby. He's and a sweet baby boy. connects. Do well, what? You would have the Zendaya connects. That's, that's all true. I really want. And I mean, if we wanted to go into a uh, like a triad like i'd feel a little bit better well still she's still a baby she's too. a baby in my head too that made uh, me feel uncomfortable yeah i don't know so a sexless marriage i'm busy <laughs> fucking o-face mcgee uh yep 
No. I have that to, sucks for you. I have you. to watch Toby Maguire come. No. Like I have to stare into his Oh no, it's gonna be from behind always. Into his always. eyes. Always. And have that weird pouty bottom lip no. going. Mm-mm. And then Adam's apple starts like gyrating as he's oh, ready to like God. as he's going as he's coming and he makes the weird like fucking cum face. I don't know if I'll ever come again, actually, after yeah. this discussion. I feel like it's over for me down there. Just close <laughs> no. up shop. Well, we had a good run. But <laughs> Thinking about that experience. The river has dried up. Yeah, Pretty we're, much. Yeah, done with that. So, yeah, I think marriage only out of, like, my child bride is going to be Tom <laughs> Holland. Just because I don't want to. He's a sweetheart. I don't want to kill him. No. But I definitely don't want to fuck him. No, not really. Not really. Not really. But see, I if I marry him, then in a, in a number of years, like in 10 years when he's an adult, mm-hmm. um, or enough of an adult that I'm like, okay, now you're starting to count as an adult. I'll still feel kind of weird about it because I'm watching yeah. him grow up. But it's still like, but you are an adult now, so. Yeah, I feel like we'll just have like an open marriage yeah. kind of situation. Yeah, yeah, totally. Only because it was forced upon us yes. by you and your evil doings. My child bride. Yeah, <laughs> yeah seriously. <laughs> No matter what you're going to do to Tom Holland, it's probably going to be deeply upsetting. Welcome back to Deeply Upsetting. I'm Amy Bogart. I'm Mike the Hobbit. And this is the show where we have decided that we are experts, and so we answer your most upsetting hypothetical quandaries. That's how it goes. That's how it goes. That's how it's been. (laughs) It doesn't necessarily mean that we are good at it. Oh, no. Or that we uh, get too many questions during the episode. Oh, no. It really depends. (laughs) We most certainly do not. (laughs) But you know what? It's our show, not yours. So here we are. And we have a good time doing it. So hopefully you have a good time listening to all our weird random ranting about child brides. Yep. (laughs) And uh, yeah. About Spider-Menses. Spider-Menses and uh, (laughs) what have you. If you want to participate in the fun, you can submit questions that we will do our damnedest to answer or not, you know, or it might just devolve as it does. Um, But you can submit them in a bunch of different ways. Easiest is going to be social media, Facebook, Twitter. We will post asking for your questions before we record. Uh, So feel free to put those there. Easiest way for us to find them. Or, you know, you don't have to wait for a prompt. You can just go for it. Put them whenever you want. We'll figure it out. (laughs) If you're asking a question about like mermaid fucking or something, we'll know it's for this show. Yeah. Um, Or you could send us an email at geeksundertheinfluence at gmail.com. Put Deeply Upsetting in the subject line. Uh, Last but not least, you can... Send us a text, sexy or, text. <laughs> or a sexy text, I guess. It never crossed my mind, but that is an option. That is an option. <laughs> or you could leave us a hot little voicemail at the GUI Network hotline, which is 804-505-4484 or 804-505-4GUI. Yay. Do it. And with the questions, we are starting to try to stockpile some of these questions so we can just kind of record whenever we get a chance to. Yep. And so if you don't hear your question, the next episode after you asked it, that doesn't mean we're not going to answer the question. It it, may, it means uh, we're conning you into continuing to listen. Gotcha. Gotcha, bitch. You learned Ha-ha. our plan. <laughs> oh, shit. Cut that out. Yeah. <laughs> fix it in post. Fix it all in post. Yep. Can you fix like everything that's happened so far in post? The thing is, I can fix the issues on the episodes in post, but I can't fix 
our personalities in post. So Can you fix my brain in post? No, that would not. be really helpful. I can't do it, unfortunately. Please. <laughs> You're stuck with your weird sizzle brain. It is uh, very crackly. I apologize to everyone on behalf of my brain. It is serious. I mean, always. I feel like I should open up like big shutters, <laughs> like it's a like it's a musical on Broadway every morning, and just be like, I apologize for my brain <laughs> every morning. And every time you like post anything on the internet or <laughs> send a text, those poor fucking people. They just want to be my Facebook friends so they know how I'm doing, and then the. <laughs> garbage that they end up having to deal with on a regular basis oh especially the newest uh t-shirt design oh, that no. I, I think you posted Speaking today of, yeah it's totally in that line. happened from a stupid ass conversation very similar to what happens on the show but just without the recording part while we were watching spider-man one last night oh no yeah we were watching spider-man one and by the way if you have not seen spider-man one in a while like i haven't me neither. Worth a rewatch. And we own it. We yeah. have it. We have all three of the Spittermans um, mm-hmm. of the, the Maguire-verse. Oh, yeah. We're watching three after this. Yeah. Baby. But if you haven't had a chance to watch them, it is so much fun to go back and see how vastly different superhero movies oh, were. Oh, man. Because this Spider-Man was so much closer to the Tim Burton, Michael Keaton, Batman vibe of superhero than it is to the Marvel universe. Mm-hmm. So it's hyper campy with very big acting choices and very weird over the top villains and making it very cartoony in some ways and amazing effects amazing effects and the thing is it's still even it, it's dated but it's still so much fun it's in really a fun. very campy weird fun way mm-hmm. um so we're watching it and i thought that yeah the worst thing you can say to, and like there's people that would be more offended at this than saying anything about their religion <laughs> is saying i'm glad that uncle ben died like that's <laughs> spoiler alert yeah. you've never seen any oh Spider-Man yeah spoilers before. yeah uncle ben dies <laughs> uh, and is one of i think only two characters that were thought to not be allowed to be resurrected in comic books mm. how come it's just one of those things that that's like the the key to the the kingdom is that there needs to be at least the, the mildest levels of grounded that some people don't come back gotcha and with uncle ben there's something about that so fundamentally informs the character of Spider-Man mm-hmm. that you can't take that away. That like, makes sense. That a keystone to that character, and that makes sense. So you can't have it where it goes back in time and he saves Uncle Ben, but he still becomes Spider-Man because something else. No, it's got to be the way it is. And uh, so going to somebody, and, and, and but the thing is, is that yeah, he had to die mm-hmm. for Peter to ascend, right? But. Nobody's stoked about it. Uncle no, Ben he's is like, like a sweet, pure baby. Th- this pure, moral, kind, thoughtful mm-hmm. person that everybody adores. And I wish I was raised by Uncle Ben. <laughs> you know, just, re- just oh, everybody loves him so much. So just the thought of walking around in a t-shirt that says, I'm glad Uncle Ben died <laughs> is horrifying. It's awful. It's the worst thing. And it's <laughs> clearly troll bait. Yeah. I mean, that's just there to just get everybody up in arms. Uh, which I might do at the next convention we go to mm-hmm. is uh, wear that just to see what happens. Um, so if I die, <laughs> you'll know that I did it because I went all in on a joke. I will not be able to protect you. No. 
I simply can't. I'm going to get probably a lot of pictures of people dressed as Spider-Man putting the shirt and going like, oh no, Zowie. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> probably. I hope Zowie. I hope they yell Zowie. Me too. Yeah. That really would make it. So, um, yeah, I guess we should get into the questions. Into questions, I maybe, I guess, yeah. Eh, whatever. This is you a know. Spider-Man special. Apparently. Because we just happened to watch Spider-Man. That's the problem, Spider-Man. though. That's what we always do. Yeah. No matter what, it always becomes tinged in a way. <laughs> But the a question that I have for you... It's called Spider-Sense, not Tinge. Yes, yeah, Spider... Yeah, it should have... Uh, they, I'm glad that they workshopped that. It doesn't have the same thing. Spider-Tinge? What about Spider-Twinge? Spider-Twinge sounds like a sexy thing. Oh, well. Give me a little Spider-Twinge. <laughs> oh. I'm getting a little Spider-Twinge from the Spider-Twins. Oh. That's like a lady spider with boobs. I don't know. <laughs> Listen, I already apologize. So everything that happens from here on out, if you continued listening, I already warned you. <laughs> I already gave you the heads up that my brain was no longer present. Nice and sizzly. A very snack crackle. Yep. Yep, there I'm it is. Snap, well, not cutting crackle, <laughs> poppy. I may or may not have started grad school today. <laughs> so I was like, hey, babe, after you're done studying for nine hours, do you want to record an episode? Today we are recording an episode. I started grad school and I started antidepressants. Yay! So it's a big, big day all around. That's, that's called perfect the, time. That's called the early 30s <laughs> trifecta right there. Woo! Yeah. Making it happen. <laughs> My God. All right. The question that I have for you. Um, is right up your alley because it's about one of your secret interests. Oh, no. <laughs> that we can expose you for. The world is going to find out something right now. It's actually very charming and adorable. Um, but the question is not even from me. It's from Christina Khan um, from the Restricted Section podcast. And she asked, would you rather fight one hippo-sized ant or 100 ant-sized hippos? Ooh, and... The thing that is being revealed in this mm-hmm. question, first off, uh, thank you so much, uh, Christina, for this question. Yes. Uh, that's a Richmond local podcast about Harry Potter, so definitely check out the res- restricted section. Yeah, get support in there. Support local if you're from Richmond. And if not, <laughs> support Richmond. <laughs> but um, I was obsessed with ants when I was younger. and, and not. Mm, I feel like was is a bit of a stretch. Okay, I still think ants are really, really cool. <laughs> but like, I read so much on ants. I watched every documentary I could find. I played Sim Ant. Which, that's a thing. That's a thing. It was like Sim City, but instead of a city, you're making ant colonies. Wow, and that's cool. You're a black ant, and you fight the red ants uh, for like territory. In, I have in a never backyard. heard of that in my life. It's amazing. I have the ROM of it that we could play on. I want to on play the it. television. I want to. Yeah, it's it's. Definitely an old school video game. It's a 16-bit SNES, I think, is what I had it on. And uh, that is amazing. So, learned all these different facts about different types of ants <laughs> and like how the how the colonies work. I thought they were incredibly fascinating. Did you have an ant farm? I should know this. No, no, I was Aww. not trusted to uh, have an ant farm because <laughs> I was much more clumsy than I am now. <laughs> oh wow! Uh, and I'm still relatively clumsy. <laughs> so uh, when I was a kid, and I yeah, my mom just had visions of you know this army of ants uh, coming out of my room after I accidentally break the ant farm. Yep. And uh, I believe that. Yeah. I don't think she was that far off of what would have happened. So. And if you did that and she had to like vacuum up your ants or something, you would be devastated. I named them all. And she's like, of course you fucking did. You dork. (laughs) There's like a hundred of them in there. (laughs) 
Like, yeah, getting called dork by your mother is never fun. So No, but yeah. would be applicable. Anyways, how do you feel about the, the ant question? Well, here is the here is the uh, big issue with ants is that they are able to normally lift about, like, uh, 50 times their body weight. Mm. So if that is comparable to their size, mm-hmm. um, then you're looking at um, a one hippo-sized ant being able to lift, like... Small buildings. Yeah, no, that's I mean, terrifying. That's that is terrifying. a terrifying concept. Uh, so that is a very terrifying thing. But then you're also looking at 100 ant-sized hippos. They sound cute. Uh, that sounds super cute. That and sounds like a car version of Hungry Hungry Hippos. You know, like the little baby ones that you can have in the car. Oh, that you but just, then you like, immediately lose the and, balls. Yep. And so then you can never play it again. Maybe that's just personal experience. No, they did a bunch of those. They did like a tic-tac-toe. They did a connect forward. Travel Scrabble. Travel Scrabble was But see, that was magnetic, which was genius. That was genius. But you can't magnetize the hungry, hungry hippos. The balls need to be everywhere. Also, magnetism does not work on hippos. I don't know if you knew that. It's a a nature fact. (laughs) That's a fun fact. Hippos are not magnetic. (laughs) Who knew? The more you learn on Deeply Upsetting. (laughs) Ba-ding! Deeply upsetting facts. Oh, God. Do not <laughs> listen to a single one of them. So I, I think out of things that are probably going to kill me, a hippo-sized ant would murder the fuck out of me. Mm-hmm. I mean, done for. I mean, definitely. hippos could murder me, too, because they are vicious as fuck. A lot of people don't know that. I know, because they look like they're cute, especially Fiona. But there's like hundreds of hippo-related deaths a year. Really? Yeah. The hippos will go after people. Like, they're vicious. I did not know that. Yeah. They're, I, yeah, I know less about hippos than I do about ants, but I do know that they're absolutely vicious. You said that so knowingly, like you've had a run in with a hippo and like narrowly. <sighs> Let escaped. me tell you. How do you know I don't? I've lived a life before we met. Okay. <laughs> but was it worthwhile? No. <laughs> no. It was, was it filled with more hippos than it does currently? Yes. <laughs> Far more hippos. Yeah, what's the deal with that? Or, I've been wanting to add or more hippos. I read and watched Congo, uh, so I know a little bit about uh, hippos. Might be a factual movie. Yes, yes, all factual about mm-hmm. murder apes. <laughs> yep, basically just as valuable as a deeply upsetting fact. Yeah, equal value for sure. <laughs> so, um, yeah, of course, obviously, a hundred ant-sized hippos. Yeah, the only problem with fighting them is that I could easily squash them. Yeah, um, but they'd be so fucking cute. I know. That I would have a challenge of, I would try to scoop them up and put them in a jar with like a leaf and a twig, like Mitch Hedberg things to make it seem more like their environment. Mm-hmm. But if it's between me and them, those ant yeah. hippos are going down. Very easily. Because the question was, would you rather fight them? Not would you rather keep them as a pet? So, right? yeah, I would much rather fight them. Um, yeah, because what am I going to, what am I doing against a VW bus size <laughs> ant that's coming after me? Oh, God. At least you would like know their behaviors and things. I don't from think all that matters your, if they're the all size of your of a, ant studies. It, I didn't learn how. It's not how to train your dragon. Where <laughs> I know if I like put my hand up, it's gonna like press its its <laughs> mandibles against me. No, I wish I, it was. I mm. fucking love how to train your dragon. And also, I've also seen Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Mm. And unless this hippo-sized ant is like injured or in need of help and I save it and then it, it forms a bond with me mm-hmm. which is all science based yeah that movie is incredibly scientifically accurate honey I shrunk the kids yeah Ex- especially with its ant behavior mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. Uh, they brought on an entomologist oh wow um, 
specifically ants uh-huh. um, to to uh, learn about ant behaviors on the set there. As so, they should. As they should, yeah. Educational experience. Well, I guess we nailed that one then. Yeah, how about you? Oh, obviously the um, ant-sized hippos, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Uh, for the same reason, for like squishing purposes <laughs> if we have to fight, and then also to like keep them. I feel like they'd be more satisfying to stomp on because first off, they have bones. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you're going to get a little crunch there. Mm-hmm. And also because I just think they're going to squish better than ants are because yeah. the ants, they got like an exoskeleton and stuff. So they're not going to, not as much goo comes out. Right. But hippos, I mean, they're full of like blood and meat. So yeah. there's going to be just like. A... <laughs> not a lot <laughs> if they're ant size. Yeah, it's true. I mean, not a lot, but. Plus, it'd be so fun to like make your own little hungry, hungry hippos with them where you could put like rainbow sprinkles in their little jar and they just come watch them out. eat them. And then That's how the, hippos And sound. then the rainbow sprinkles are like bigger than them. So then they eat too much sugar and I accidentally kill them and I feel so guilty. Then you end up with 100 diabetic ant-sized hippos. <laughs> that would happen to me, I feel like. Insulin, insulin hippos. <laughs> They're hungry way more often. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Keep that blood sugar going. <laughs> oh, man. Do you end up having to go to the vet all the time? Mm-hmm. That's like, it's going to be more expensive because they're smaller. It's harder to work on them. So. I do not know what to do with these. I've bankrupt. also never worked with a regular sized hippo before. <laughs> right? like, I don't know anything about hippos besides they're alive, I, I guess. I have to go to like SeaWorld. <laughs> like, the only thing I know about hippos I learned from Congo. And I'm like, yeah, me too. <laughs> cool. That's awesome. We have that in common. <laughs> At least it's more than me just having hungry, hungry hippo board game knowledge, <laughs> which is that they're hungry, hungry. Maybe. That's all I got. One day, one day that is going to come in handy and you're going to be very stoked that you played the travel <laughs> version specifically. It'd be something that you wouldn't be able to glean from, no. from the uh, the full sized edition. Mm-hmm. You have to have perspective. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you want to ask the next question? I guess so at this point. You just want to talk about hippos for the rest I of mean, the time? I mean, I rather would talk about ants, but uh, they're- very interesting creatures. <laughs> Gotta start your ant podcast soon. Yeah, also throw some a- ant facts at us. <laughs> Hashtag ant facts. Hashtag deeply upsetting. Throw some ant facts. Can I also have a hippo fact? I'm more, I'm more interested in the hippo side of things. Give the ant facts for Mike. And give the hippo facts for me, please. Oh my God, and if you please have a fact you. that both fits hippos and ants, that would be incredible. We'll feature it on the next episode Absolutely for sure. Absolutely will, yeah. We will so credit you. At us or uh, hashtag deeply upsetting. We'll yes, track it down. Please. Want to know them ant and hippo facts. <laughs> so we're in our next question. Jesus Christ. I know. Um, for our next question, uh, we've got from the local, uh, I don't even know how to describe this band besides awesome, from League of Space Pirates. Mm-hmm. We've got Bruce McCraw asking, what animals have mermaid counterparts of, i.e. weasels to otters? Okay, I know it's not exactly the same, but also it might make it a little bit better for you because this is actually an insect that you have a phobia about. Okay. Um, But I feel like water spiders are octopi. (laughs) No, because I like like octopi. I know, but maybe they'll make you less afraid of of spiders if you're just like, oh, they don't have their mermaidification on. They're just land spiders. I'm just thinking of a spider with a bunch of the uh, the floppy feetsies. Or they I wish tail. No, the uh, the people put on for scubaing. <laughs> I forgot how words work. Slippers. Slippers. We were saying yes. before that I was the one with the broken brain. We can't both has. It has to just be one of us. Uh, that's the hell path that we're going down on this second half of the episode. At, at oh, this point, no. I think. Yeah. So, um, just a spider with eight flippers on its little like. <laughs> Evil, terrible, fr- fuzzy legs. Mm-hmm. So, 
Uh, that's still terrifying. What about Eight me. Mermaid Tales? That's cute. No. Okay. Still terrible. All right. Well. Um, oct- octopi on the other octopuses. Yep. Um, it's not octopi, right? It is actually octopuses. No, it's octopi, right? I thought it, I think it's octopuses. Shut up. I think it is actually octopuses. Shut up. I'm looking I, it up right I now. I believe I read something about that. I don't that. think I can actually survive without knowing this piece of information. <laughs> I won't be able to focus on the rest of the episode. That's fair. Okay, let's see here. Okay, you have to vamp while I look this up. Go ahead. First off, I've not seen my best friend the octopus documentary that just watching the Oh, trailer. my octopus teacher. My octopus teacher. I want to watch it so badly, but I also think I'm just going to like scream cry the entire time because it's going to be so adorable and I can't handle it. So <laughs> that will happen at some point, probably my next day off when I remember that it exists and I, I just need my heart to explode. But True. You're going to love it. I think you're just too excited about it. You've hyped it up too much in your mind. I have. Wow. Mental Floss actually wrote about this seven days ago. Wow. So that might have been what I saw, actually, because I do run across some Mental Floss articles on a re- semi-regular basis. So. Uh, that might be the case. Oh, but they're actually uh, referencing the Quartz, which is QZ.com okay. article, um, and saying that it's not Octobi. But again, I don't trust Quartz. Who are they? Well, according to Grammarly, which is actually... Oh, do trust them with yeah. my life. With my life, Grammarly. Don't they sponsor podcasts? Because can't you get like their technology to like fix your shit? Please sponsor us. We, yeah, no shit. A, we right? obviously need your help. But B, I just, I like it because I'm a little word bitch. So yeah, even they, Grammarly says, however, the final option, octopuses, is the preferred plural when speaking and writing in English. Preferred by who? That's my question. Not me. Miriam Webster, apparently. Fuck Miriam Webster. (laughs) (laughs) So we not only ask some questions and answer some questions on here, but we also... Get down to the bottom of the important stuff. <laughs> we also like just talk while we're both Googling the same thing. <laughs> the most fun you can have on an audio show is just two people Googling <laughs> silently together. It's really where all the power of hey, this Hey, we both show talked, comes from. you know, and it wasn't that much worse than what we usually say. So I was thinking the, the thing that people say all the time as far as like the, the water equivalent of mm-hmm. is uh, for roaches, mm-hmm. you've got lobsters. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that's a pretty easy, they're, they're. Yeah. Bottom-dwelling right. scavengers with a hard exoskeleton that's skitter. Yeah. Skittery. Yeah. Yeah. That tracks. Okay, this is actually not the question. I, it just popped into my mind. It's like a secondary question on Bruce's already flawless question. Okay. Not to, you know, make it different. Um, But what do you feel like is your personal, like, water creature counterpart? Like, one that actually exists. You can't say, like, Nessie. But like, what kind of water creature do you feel like? Because would everyone be you? would pick Nessie, obviously. <laughs> I mean, it was my first thought. That's why Nessie stays in hiding so much because we all want to be her. She's too, much too fabulous. Yep. But truly, uh, but my ocean or water-based counterpart. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of those that those memes where it's like, what, who, how you think you look, how you really yes. look. Yes. Where I haven't determined what I actually think I am, mm-hmm. but the the actual one is manatee, for sure. <laughs> so <laughs> I love it. Manatees are so friendly. The sea cow, sea- which Get also there's cow. that there's the the water equivalent. I of, love it. Of a cow is the manatee. I agree because I think that I would like to say that I'm a jellyfish. They're like very beautiful and dangerous and everything, but I'm not. I'm a squid. You're a squid. I'm such a squid. When somebody surprises you, you just go <laughs> and just shoot ink on them. I feel like I'm just kind of awkward and <laughs> make like strange body movements from time to time. 
<laughs> I feel like I'm giving off a lot of squid energy, usually. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <typically>. okay. <laughs> well, the, uh, the plus side of a squid is that they are intelligent. The plus side of a manatee is they sometimes don't die when hit with the propellers of boats that go by. So Is that a thing? Oh, that's a huge thing in Florida. Oh, my God. Because the manatees are in the waterways in there, <laughs> and uh, there's people on boats that are just going by, and they hear, <laughs> and it's just the, the rudder is just ripping open like manatees. Oh, my God. There's manatees with these huge battle scars from boats. That's so sad. Mm-hmm. Manatees just look so cute and, like, goofy. They're, and then they, they're so sweet. Then it's like those scenes in action movies where the guy like unbuttons his shirt and you see all the like cuts all over his body because mm-hmm. he's seen some shit. Mm-hmm. That's the manatee in the ocean. Wow, I the had no is, idea. Like, taking off his turtleneck, yeah, and he's just covered in scars from battle. It's badass, badass, badass Fucking manatee. Badass manatee is out here. We need a manatee action movie. Yeah, I'm down for that. Or the very best an animation where there's you know fish have feelings or whatever. You could do mm-hmm. a Finding Nemo. And variant. You need like a, a Rambo character to help like Nemo got lost again. And they're like not thinking maybe we don't even find him this time because he always gets fucking lost. <laughs> He's a pain in my ass. Such a pain in the ass. But they're like, no, let's hire a guy. And like, <laughs> I, I know a guy. And they go and it's like this fucking mercenary for hire manatee. <laughs> oh, no, I still want him to be sweet. I want him to be like a Rambo with a heart of gold. Those don't exist. I know. It's a movie. <laughs> it's a fictional movie. <laughs> Don't crush my dreams. I'm part of this too. Look, with the Heart of Gold, you have the Heart of Gold action hero movies, but those are the action heroes that like accidentally are good at being action heroes. Like the Indiana Joneses of it all. Where, But nobody's going to take a manatee seriously as a mercenary. That's like if you did a fucking Rambo reboot that was like dead serious and you cast James Corden. That's why they're so good at being mercenaries <laughs> is that nobody expects them ever. I feel like James Corden probably has killed before. <laughs> Probably a manatee. Oh, no. He's got a, the heart of a fucking villain, James yeah. Gordon. I thought you were going to say he has like, the heart of a manatee. Like, in, in a, a jar. Glass case. In his home. In his home. His poor wife. All I'm saying is if you ever see a manatee tying a bandana around their head, run. Because shit's about to go down. Also, if you ever see James Corden coming, yeah. <laughs> run. Because he's probably going to like do that weird thrust in your face that he did at that car the other day. Yeah, it's not even about your personal safety. It's just you don't want to be around James Corden. I really don't. Also, if you're James Corden's wife and you're listening to this, let us know if you need help. Blink twice for help. We will be there. (laughs) This is a cause that I truly believe in. We end up hiring the manatee to help (laughs) us break out uh, James Corden's wife. Okay, see, now this movie has taken shape. This is really really getting good. You and I come up with some really great movie plans. <laughs> this is a good one. Watch out, Kevin Smith. Aquatic creature-based uh, horror films are about to get a big old knock on the door from our manatee movie. <laughs> and he's like, no, James Corden is in yours. Way scarier. Way scarier. Have it's... I brought up my vendetta against James Corden on this podcast so. before? I don't really? think so. Yeah. Oh, well, fuck James Corden. <laughs> okay, cool. He's the worst. I think that everyone is finally realizing that. They're like karaoke carpool or whatever blinders are off and now everyone's seeing him for what he really is well it's so funny that people are going after um aquafina for like black sense and stuff mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. recently uh, when uh shang chi trailers started coming out mm-hmm. which honestly not my place to make any kind of statements on that's uh yeah yeah as as a human version of a manatee i don't think i'm the person that's really gonna have some insights there as the whitest people you've ever met <laughs> 
But one thing I can speak to at least to a little bit is the fact that James Corden has been playing the gay card as a straight man for pretty much his entire fucking career. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Save some gay for the rest of us, really. I mean. Yeah. So basically, the moral of the story is James Corden stopped playing gay. Aquafina stopped doing black scent. And then we can all just move on. Look, James Corden is doing gay to the level of like, I pronounce you Chuck and Larry did gay, oh, which was offensive when it came out. Now you watch it now and it should, they should no burn one the negative. No watches it now. Nobody, no, there's one person that's like my favorite movie as I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Someone did without any irony tell me the other day, they shall not be named, that their comfort movie is White Chicks. So, and I just had to not say anything due to the circumstances of the conversation. And you and anyone listening who's ever heard the show before knows how hard that was for me to just be like, cool. Oh, no. (laughs) And then screaming and like biting my tongue and bleeding out on the floor and like almost passing away. One of the Wayans brothers, which by the way, their plural is Way and I, uh, is uh, when, when there's a, a gaggle of Wayans together. That's horrifying. It's terrifying. There's like 82 of them. I know. One of them was talking about white chicks and how there's a, an inevitable sequel that's coming out and it's going to be good for the country or something. Oh, no. Which means it's not. No. It's definitely not going to be good for the country. I feel like Kanye West is going to produce it. <laughs> That's my guess for the White Chicks reboot. But he's going to produce it, and they're gonna be like, sweet, we got some decent cash. And then he's going to insist that he just, like, dry humps the face of, like, one of the weigh-ins dressed as a white woman, like, for 45 oh, minutes no. of the movie. But he's the money, so they just have to go with it. Who's the one weigh-ins that, like, doesn't do any of the cringeworthy shit? Dweezil uh, weigh-ins <laughs> is... I don't think it's Dweezil. It's, not? it's like Moon Juice or what's that? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Isn't Dweezil's sister named like Moon Juice? Moon Unit. Moon Unit. I like that I, I say Moon Unit like that is a yeah, much like saner normal. choice. What the fuck? You said it like I was truly a fucking moron. Moon Juice, you dumb idiot. It's, it's Moon, moon unit. unit. Jesus. Sorry, Moon Unit. Sorry, Dweezil. <laughs> Sorry, the one Wayans who's unproblematic. It's like Frank Wayans. You know what I'm talking about. He was on, he's like the sitcom Wayans who's just doing like fun stuff and not being the whole thing. I don't know. I don't keep, I, I don't, I don't get Wayans beat in the mail anymore. <laughs> I can't my subscription. You don't have your Wayans Rolodex in your back pocket? Because I, I do. I keep meaning to download the Wayans app. <laughs> To keep track, they they track them like Uber cars, <laughs> like <there>. ways, <laughs> yeah, like ways, <laughs> wayans. Wasn't it there. a wayans that just came out with that new comedy special on HBO? And we watched the trailer and said, "I'd rather light the TV." I Empire. think that was Marlon Wayans. Oh, okay, yeah. And yeah, we watched just the trailer of it, and we were screaming, screaming, fucking like actually. I think we were actually going. <laughs> I think that it. I might actually prefer if I had to choose. I would prefer to watch a James Corden stand-up special. No. Well, honestly, if I had to choose, I would I would choose Walking into the Ocean. But if that wasn't a choice, I would choose the James Corden special. Okay, so James Corden special, uh-huh. Marlon Wayne special, <laughs> or finish the Alana Glazer special. Ooh, that one hurts my feelings in a special way, though. That makes me though, so personally sad, too. Because I really, really, really thought that I like loved her. And I do on Broad City. But I haven't loved anything else that she's done. And that stand-up special was <sighs> so guys, uncomfortable. It was, it was so bad. fucking uncomfortable. It was bad. And it was so sad. And we watched about 
6.2 minutes of it. <laughs> and then we said, this is depressing. <laughs> Gotta go. So depressing. Gotta go. So I feel like I'd rather watch, honestly, either of the other ones before the Alana Glazer one because I have no expectations for them at all and I do not give a shit about not liking them. It does make me sad to not like her. Yeah. So I guess I would choose that. So it's going to be Walking into the Ocean, number one. That's my first choice. Okay, cool. James Gordon, Somebody Wayans, Alana Glazer. <laughs> Somebody Wayans is actually the name of the non- problematic Wayne's brother that's just like doing his own thing and having a great time and just like sup just happy content just somebody Wayne's somebody Wayne's that's when the parents just ran out of names and they're like I don't know you we want you to be somebody so fuck it somebody Wayne's here you go here you go good for him just handed them to an agent like there you go there's one more for you it worked out yeah good for them (laughs) I have no idea how we got here I don't know I never know Sometimes it's like that thing when you get to work and you're like, how did I drive here? Did I like sideswipe anybody or did I go like 95 miles an hour? Well, I think we have enough time for one more. Okay, let's do it. This is from very, very close friend of the podcast who we just did. Well, we just did a few things. Yep. You did Smack My Pitch Up doing the full Monty with him. Which this is very relevant to that Yeah, totally. And then we did um, the GUI episode Free Guy with him. So much fun. He is such a blast and you should listen to his podcast. It's called My Handle is Jonathan Blade. Tondi asked, uh, which is sexier? European cut bikini briefs or old timey socks with garters? And also uh, the GUI nights that came off. Oh, well, of that too. Yeah. I just dropped the day that we're recording this. So, oh, no, I haven't listened to yeah, it yet. Just, just put that up earlier. Ooh. So, that's the Weefu episode. That's, it really is. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good time. Yeah. So, that was, uh, that turned into kind of a deeply upsetting adjacent. It kind of was deeply upsetting with a guest, is what it ended up being. Though Tondi did start some of the upsetting conversations. True. So, we just, we well, leaned he in, we got the him. show. So, he was yes. almost like, he, he, he. Yeah. <laughs> Let me turn this into deeply upsetting. Respect. Yeah. I mean, we appreciate him. We see you. <laughs> Thank you, our fan. Our one, <laughs> one fan. <single> fan. <laughs> we have one single fan. He's a good fan. He is. Um, this is a great question. Um, between European style bikini briefs or old timey socks and garters, mm-hmm. this is a challenging question because I immediately went to the old timey socks and garters. But I don't think that's universally correct. Okay. There's something that needs to exist in both realms in order for it to be really the sexiest. If you have somebody in European cut bikini briefs, it's and not about socks and garters and, and socks and garters. That's now you're answer. talking a level that's just fucking incredible. It, it's not about body shape. It's not mm-hmm. about size or of anything um, mm-hmm. that makes it work. It really comes down to owning the fuck out of it. Yeah, that's very true. If you're in those bikini briefs, you've got to come out with confidence and love the fact that most of your body is exposed. Yeah. And just fucking live that life, you know, ass cheeks hanging out. You, you, your, your dick is on full fucking display. Like mm-hmm. it's a butterfly that's pinned to a wall, like just ready, <laughs> ready to be observed by a passerby. That is so visceral. <laughs> Thin, stretchable material, barely covering the minimal amount of body. Just a shred of mystery. Shred of mystery. <laughs> um, so, so hot. If you're coming out on the beach or at a pool and you're rocking that, great. No yeah. problem. 100% on board. I'm happy for you. Mm-hmm. But don't come out acting really awkward about it, like covering yourself or wearing a towel the whole time. Oh, no. Because 
by at that point everyone around you is going to feel like they're about to be arrested for a sex crime <laughs> like if you come out like uh, uh, i can't know i feel uncomfortable everyone is going to start crying and yeah. hoping that they everyone's don't gonna go to prison everyone's going to be like prison. who made you do this it wasn't me like they're going to be blaming each other like it was your fault you made them do this so <laughs> don't just don't just don't it's fine it's fine if you don't reach that level because well, I'd say probably most people don't get to the level of European style. But they uh, should. But they should. That's that's a goal I think we should all set for mm-hmm. ourselves. For sure. But um, I think the socks and garters that's got a little bit of a like a <laughs> old timey yeah. cutesy vibe to it. Yeah I feel like that that has like a specific time and a place. A European cut bikini brief. I mean if you're wearing a bathing suit, that the, the time and place is there. Socks and garters, I feel like, are really only for like a themed striptease of some sort, sure. like a real, like a Captain America striptease or something. If or if like your lesbian friends are getting married and you want to do like a comedic striptease for Ooh, them, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, which I I have done before, but not with the socks and garters. I was a uh, construction worker with the reflective vest. Hot. Yeah. Hot, very hot. Very hot and, and short shorts. Nice. So, yeah. It was, my name uh, was my old porn name. Uh, mm. Not not from actual porn, as far as you know. Mm. Uh, from from a, I a will porn, be Googling. porn theme party <laughs> that I went to. It was a Rusty Dangler. A great name. Yeah. So that was very my construction solid. worker stripper name as well, was Rusty Dangler. That's got to be a famous porn star. It, if it's not, I feel very proud of having come up with that when nobody else did. Yeah. So you should be. Yeah, that's a great porn name. I love it. I did not get it from the porn. What is it? The. Uh... Oh yeah, like your childhood pet and your st- that's not fun. And the name of your street is that what it was? Yeah, your childhood street growing up. So mine would be Oscar Parati, which kind of works. I mean, I guess mine kind of works. It's a little gender bent. But also, it's like my my first pet had a weird fucking name, so mine would be Stuby Seidenstricker. That's a German porn name for yeah. sure. Stoop <laughs> featuring Stuby Seidenstricker. <laughs> oh yeah, put it in me. Mm. So hot. So I hot. should really lean into that. Uh, Socks and garters. Yeah, I think that's for a fun strip tease for sure. That's that's for somebody that you know well. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Because you're not like trying to actually seduce per- a person the first time out. God no. Like you've had a great dinner. You took her to like a hip spot that mm-hmm. makes food out of fo- foam and into food. Oh. It's like the thing where they just make this is turkey flavored foam, and you're like, oh, God. this is really cool. And no one's fucking after that date. I'm not fucking after I eat turkey foam. <laughs> I'm just letting, I'm putting that out there. It's good to for know. For everyone. If I want a, a fuck date with you, yeah. then we have to go to a non-foam related. I would like to eat turkey that's in its form. That's in turkey form. In turkey form. <laughs> as God intended. Or if anything, at least processed into a lunch meat type shape. <laughs> oh, a fancy dinner while we eat turkey lunch meat. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah, out of the packaging. <laughs> just bring a plate with like a napkin over. They open it up, and it's just like the the fucking Oscar Mayer brand, right? like plastic package that you peel the top up. It's a place where you just get choices. Where they're like sparkling or still water. Mmm, still Oscar Mayer or Hillshire Farms. Ooh, <laughs> I'm sorry. It seems that we're out of the sliced chicken breast, but we do have the canned chicken chunks. Oh God, <laughs> not the canned chicken chunks. Unfortunately, yes. Oh. I mean, I'd pick it still over turkey foam, but... 
not a not a high bar there. No. <laughs> I will say this the Socks and Garters is the uh Hillshire farm of uh oh, sexy yeah, thematic strip teases. No, what's that expensive lunch meat? That's the classy one. Um Applegate Farms. Whoa, I don't know her. That's fancy. Or you're thinking Boar's Head. Oh, I'm thinking about Boar's Head. Boar's Head, yeah. Ooh, that's for, you know, the fancy schmancy. I mean, I would wear a European cut bikini brief for Boar's Head. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Or any of the executives on the Boar's (laughs) Head. Just get me an in on Boar's Head (laughs) because holy shit. Are you saying you wouldn't wear an Oscar Mayer Wieners bikini brief? Because that is an opportunity. Oh, man. why? Oh, I hope that that's on their website. It should be, especially after all of these other restaurants made different bathing suits for this year. Like the Panera one that just said soup across the titties of a one-piece <laughs> no. bathing suit. You, I sent that to you. you I know. And it's just, it, I forcibly forgot about it. It sold out like almost immediately. I forgot about it on purpose. Honestly, I would have bought it just to fuck with you. <laughs> That was like a couple years ago that Taco Bell decided they were going to really build up their like attire section on their yep. website. Mm-hmm. And holy shit, it was like 1991 threw up on uh-huh. their, on oh, their I apparel remember. site. Oh, man. And I wanted they all of it. For, I did too. Yeah. Yeah. I still do, honestly. If I could have just a Taco Bell wardrobe, that'd be amazing for me. Actually, any fast food, really. That'd be great. See, I'm at the age now where stuff like that, there's a little bit of the sliver of like hipster that it's so bad that it's kind of hilarious to wear, ironically. Mm-hmm. But also I'm at the age where I kind of want to wear that because I don't give a fuck anymore and it's not even ironic. Mm-hmm. I want to wear it because I th- I think it's hilarious mm-hmm. and I don't care if you think it's ironic or not ironic because it's just fucking rad and I've always wanted a tracksuit with tacos on it. I just so. want to show my love for the cheesy gordita crunch. Yeah. In any way I possibly can. <laughs> I will shout it from the rooftops. <laughs> Need to get some like sexy thongs with just a picture of one cheesy gordita crunch just like right on the genitalia area. Yeah, because it kind of has like an air of mystery about it. Like, <laughs> like why? Where, where's the crunch coming into play? Yeah, right. <laughs> We've all seen a taco or a gordita before on a... A panty? A panty. <laughs> yeah, We've all seen that. Classic taco panties. <laughs> My brain is starting to deteriorate. <laughs> it's the end of the show and it's just crackling away up there. <laughs> We are at the tail end. Um, and yeah, I think um, I'm going to go the sexiest outright, mm-hmm. I think, without any kind of major caveats put to it, mm-hmm. is going to be the European cut bikini brief. Mm-hmm. But I think the most memorable. Yes. Unless you're you're rocking some like John Ham action down there. Yeah. Um, and in which case, we'll, yes, still be the European cut bikini <laughs> brief. But if you're even serving up a decent. Uh, slice for the world. <laughs> you're packing some heat. A little bit of heat, but you're not. Mm-hmm. You're not. You know, solving world hunger by offering up your uh, <laughs> your giant hog. Yeah. <laughs> but you're slinging some dick. Yeah, you're slinging a decent amount of dick. Like I think, I think the old timey socks and garters, if if done in the right circumstances, will be more memorable. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking about if I was single again, that I would add update my like tinder profile to be like let me know if you're slinging a decent amount of dick or if you got cheesy gordita crunch panties <laughs> <laughs> and people are just like jesus how far left can i swipe on this fucking freak <laughs> so for all of our uh single <laughs> listeners or open listeners yeah sure uh, that are still on the tinder world take it take them free Go for free it. choices for you <laughs> Don't take anything from this show for your Tinder bio. Also, don't please. mention you listen to this show on your Tinder <laughs> to Cause, anyone. Because that, oh my god! Could you imagine somebody's like, I, my, I love deeply upsetting podcasts, and somebody listens to this garbage? 
and they go, okay, so I'm, I've been talking to a serial killer, clearly. <laughs> or they actually have good taste and they're like, they listen to Deeply Upsetting, I'm going to fuck them. Or they hear an episode where we're like, dump your titties out, Susan, and their mm -hmm. name's Susan. They get really fucking creeped out that we might be on Tinder fucking with them. Oh, true. And Susan, we are. We are. We're coming for you. <laughs> we're everywhere. <laughs> we're in the ether. <laughs> we're outside of your home. Like James Corden in that rat costume. <laughs> we're everywhere. <laughs> no. And we're thrusting right at you, Susan. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, well, that about wraps that yeah, up. Um, I think, yeah. If you like the show, still... First off, thanks. That's wow, impressive, really. <laughs> Second off, um, go buy our merch. Go buy the "I'm glad Uncle Ben is dead" shirt. That's pretty cool. That's not technically deeply upsetting merch, but it works for everyone, and it is upsetting. The last deeply upsetting one that we released was the uh, "Every Girl Crazy About a Pear Shaped Bear." Hot, because we need stuff to make <laughs> zero sense to go on a shirt. I forgot about that. <laughs> Oh my god! I don't even. I don't remember the context. No, I don't remember. A I don't thing. either. Uh, why would we? <laughs> Once this is over, we just erase it from just our do brains. An info dump, and then go straight to bed. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, buy our merch. Yep. Listen to the good shows on the GUI network. You can find them all at GUIpodcast.com. Um, and they will be much, much less upsetting. <laughs> so if you need a little brainwash after this. I don't know about much. They'll uh, be less upsetting. But slightly less upsetting. Slightly less upsetting. <laughs> so I guess that's it. Yep. For another episode of Deeply Upsetting, I am Amy Bogart. I'm Mike Dobbin. Okay, bye. GUIPodcast.com Oh, yeah, put it in me. Mm. In a world ravaged by movie studios that keep rehashing the same things, only one podcaster has the guts to make it even worse. Join Mike the Hobbit as he traverses the internet to bring you some of the best and worst ideas for reboots, remakes, and reimaginings of some of your favorite and least favorite TV and film properties. Ideas like a John Waters He-Man movie, Fantastic Four the Musical, and Aliens, done entirely with marionettes. What podcast would bring this evil upon the world? This is Smack My Pitch Up. Available anywhere you get your podcasts. <laughs>